0: hey everyone welcome to building home an expat podcast with me anaya richard scalione get comfortable and i hope you'll stay a while since i was a little kid i've gravitated towards meeting new people in particular people from other countries I remember my first international friend. I was maybe six, and I met her in the pool of our hotel at Disney World. She was from Ireland, and we promised we would write to each other. Flash forward a few years later, I was at Wakila Camp for Girls for four weeks during my summers. Besides a love of rifery and canoeing and a great song catalog in my head that I cannot wait to sing to our baby, I really appreciated how international our little place under the pines was. We had a pretty solid population of campers who were from Venezuela, often splitting their time between Caracas, Madrid, and Miami. It was not uncommon to hear Spanish spoken in the camp alleys. It was just a thing I took for granted, like Cleana from Ireland's name being my introduction into Gaelic name spellings and pronunciations. At Wakila, my first counselor, Jamie, was from Australia. She had a strived Vegemite. Still, definitely an inquired taste. Tony... Our tennis instructor from Germany gave us tons of gummy bears. She had bags and bags of them. They told me Americans love gummy bears, she said. Our windsurfing sur- wind instructor was usually from New Zealand. These young women were often no more than 21, spending their first time in the US in our small corner of paradise on a lake in New Hampshire. These cross-cultural exchanges definitely molded who I am today. The expat experiences of these young women, not in New York or Los Angeles, living that glitzy expat life often thought, you know, high rise in Hong Kong or Singapore, but they were in a rural part of New Hampshire. Seeing these young women so far away from home fermented my desire to study abroad for sure. In high school, I applied early to Amherst College, but I was definitely intrigued by the idea of going to Cambridge or St. Andrews. I even ordered the brochures. I studied abroad in Italy during my sophomore year of college, excited to learn Italian and put my years of Latin to good use. I chose Milan versus cities with bigger American student populations like Florence or Rome because I hoped to really make Italian friends and become somewhat integrated into life there. After college, during the recession and post getting laid off from my first PR job in fashion, I appeared for a Milanese family in Puglia for the summer. Gallipoli to be exact. I really improved my Italian then, being one of the few people in our small beach community of Lido Lecane that spoke English. I was encouraged to go out with people my age, even go on dates to practice my Italian. Throughout the years, Italy kept calling me back and now here I am in Bergamo. <laughs> I met my husband in London. I wasn't looking for an Italian, I swear. Maybe I saw myself in living full-time in London one day. I'd even consider Dubai, but Italy? While I loved vacationing there, I didn't see myself living here. Upon reflection, I never really related to the eat, pray, love, or under the Tuscan sun sojourn. My sojourn was inspired by black creatives heading to Paris in the 1920s or execs in London. Even my slower-paced expat dreams were fueled by surfers on the Mexican coast. But in the same way my home country of the U.S., and in particular New York, has a special relationship with Italy, so do I. Americans love seeing Italians on their screen, and I'm not solely talking about Italian-Americans, though Italy's people could possibly be counted as the country's strongest import and influence to American culture. My grandma loved Sofia Loren. Remember that love affair in the 90s with Fabio? That was weird. And the Versace Mansion is a Miami landmark. I should note that currently there is an intense debate about the origins of carbonara. I'm going to link to that article too, but rumor has it, it originated in the US-ish, not Rome. I just had it last week in Rome. It's very Roman of a dish. But the origins apparently trace back to American soldiers in Rome and the debate is getting spicy. But Italians, and in particular Italian Americans, have been intrinsically tied to the American dream, aren't they? I mean, from the days of Amerigo Vespucci and Christopher Columbus uh, to the influx of immigrants at Ellis Island in New York, little Italys in cities around America are a testament to these immigrants' impact on the United States. A fascinating read in the New York Times op-ed piece by Brent Staples, How Italians Became White. I'll also link to it in the show notes. But here's a quote The story of how Italian immigrants went from racialized pariah status in the 19th century to white Americans in good standing in the 20th offers a window onto the alchemy through which race is constructed in the United States and how racial hierarchies can sometimes change. Darker skinned Southern Italians endured the penalties of blackness on both sides of the Atlantic. In Italy, Northerners had long held that Southerners, particularly Sicilians, were an uncivilized and racially inferior people, too obviously African to be a part of Europe. Having studied in Milan, I picked up on some of this bias. I have a tongue-in-cheek blog post on In A Perfect World asking, are Sicilians black? You'd be surprised how much that question comes up. Sorry, but the South is my favorite and shameless plug. I'm in Forbes this week, recommending the Noto Valley in Sicily. But what about the Italians in the U.S. that I knew? Could their northerness and economic status give them the title of expats? Or was it just a sign of the times and how we refer to people? Still, there was this beautiful thread of history with them now living in the U.S. and many of their forefathers' American dream. Through partners, work, lifelong friendships, Italy kept pulling me back. Actually, starting in Teen Vogue, 15 years old, Gloria Baum, Roman-born fashion director, mentored and guided me her bold pattern mixing still informs my style today at Amherst my favorite professor was Professor Zamperini she's an Italian woman with that style and elegance a woman in gender studies and Asian languages and civilization professor she recounted her expat life in Shanghai and I knew I wanted to go experience another culture be an expat as well When I was in New York, I met Italians who introduced me to more Italians and it's strange to say, but they too felt a familiarity with me as a New Yorker, but one who knew so much about their home. Now I feel the same way when meeting an Italian in New York, a reminder of my home in Italy. This was the comfort that I saw in Andrea Denver when I first saw him on Winter House on Bravo for the first time. Flash forward to watching Andrea on Summer House, I had such excitement and joy seeing him open up about himself and his life in Italy, Verona to be exact. His ability to bring an international perspective to the conversation on race with his castmates sealed a deal for me. I was an Andrea's stan. When he expressed how much he missed home, I knew a lot of expats, people in general, whether you're 100 miles or 100,000 miles away could relate. And living in New York on an American TV show, Andrea Denver could be considered that immigrant from Italy or expat were still discovering the semantics who made it. That new age American dream where there's no need for ties to be cut, adored and successful with multiple businesses, Andrea infuses kindness in every scene and interaction. In this spirit, I started the podcast mid-conversation because I wanted you to catch a glimpse of our rapport as expats that really go back and forth between the US and Italy. I find it's always a conversation like this with my friends that are both sides of the Atlantic. The pandemic did slow us down, but because of our work, we had this weird, strange privilege of taking transatlantic flights like some people take along bus rides. Recording, we had a few audio snafus at the beginning, but for Andrea, we'll deal with it, right? <laughs> We're talking airlines, his love of the U.S., the surprising U.S. city that Andrea has a strong affinity for. He did a lot of road trips growing up, by the way. I mean, I've done road trips, but Andrea definitely has seen a lot more of the U.S. than I have. I did a road I've done road trips in Italy, actually. We're also talking behind the scenes of building a brand between U.S. and Italy. Tips for maintaining a healthy relationship when you live between two places or travel a lot shooting Celebrity Big Brother without a phone. He is so kind and gets into it all. And you're going to want to open your notes app for Andrea's tips of her beautiful places to visit Italy. I mean, he was like the best guidebook.
1: Oh, you, you got back. I saw you were on vacation, right?
0: Yeah, I was in Grenada with my mom. And now I'm back in New York. And then I go back to Italy next Week, yeah, I'm going
1: there too for like five days only.
0: Oh, I'm going, yeah, I'm going until the end of February, then I'm back here for a week. (laughs) Okay, we could get into it. I think we both have like this
1: crazy, yeah, yeah. I mean, I try to go as much as I can, but um, I gotta be here for a few months, so I tried to find a few days that I was uh available. That was, I was free, so I was like, okay, let me organize a quick trip to Italy.
0: Oh, that's oh, so that's nice. A- I'm ready to dive in. You guys might have already heard, like we just started talking right away because I'm so excited about today's guest, who I guess I like to say is one of my online friends. <laughs> um, you guys might know him from his work in the modeling industry. He's a TV personality, entrepreneur, and just an all-around good human. Welcome, welcome, Andrea. How are you?
1: Ah. Uh- Hi, Naya. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really happy to be here and I'm really excited to be chatting with you uh, about a lot of fun topics. Thank you for having me.
0: I think when I first started, when I first had this idea, you were one of the first people I thought of because... We're similar. Well, we're going back and forth between the same two areas Um, and the idea of building home in a new place and how you've done it. Um, I was watching Summer House on Bravo and I was so touched when you were talking about missing your family for Ferragosto. Uh, because that's sometimes like when I'm in Italy and I'm not here for Thanksgiving, that's how I feel that I'm missing that family time, even though you've built a community in the new places where you are. So I, I think that was one of the reasons why you're one of the first people I thought about talking to.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. Definitely was like a, an interesting experience because it was like my first time ever because even uh, while living in the United States, it, I always tried to be there in Italy during that time, during inflation and everything. I was kind of stuck there. And it was interesting. It was different. I will always remember it. Uh, but uh, yeah, I was happy that I was able to, this last summer, to be there with my parents. So that was definitely, it felt better. But it, I still have great memories from uh, uh, that time and that Hamptons even though that dinner didn't finish in the best way possible <laughs> but uh that's a story. so
0: that's a whole other story uh,
1: it was Wait, it was good you know I felt home you know everybody yeah everybody made me feel home so that was like a great feeling everybody was really supportive everybody was really into the into the time they were celebrating together so I appreciate like having that support from my friends
0: well yeah that <laughs> didn't, didn't end so well but you were the best takeaway of it And the idea of family and missing family. So when was the first time that you lived abroad?
1: I lived abroad for the first time, like January 1st, 2014. Uh, That's when I moved to America. I mean, I traveled a lot my entire childhood. Like New New Year's Day?
0: New Year's Day was when... Yeah,
1: my parents were already in Miami uh, because they went there for Christmas. So I spent Christmas with my grandma, my uncle, and aunt. And then I flew, because I had a girlfriend at the time, uh, we were together for four years. So we took one trip to Germany, to Munich, right before the New Year's. And then right after I left the day after and I went back, I they, I flew to America because I was supposed to, to study there for a little while. It was supposed to be like, a, not a brief experience, but a, a few months. And then everything changed and stuff. And so I ended up been based there for the last nine years my heart definitely belongs to italy the intention is to move there my girlfriend is really supportive she loves italy she's learning the language she's actually getting in the process of getting a visa for italy so um uh, at least to have even if we're not planning to move there tomorrow but you know at least to have that freedom we want to spend there already like two months at a time and stuff you know no, so the idea yeah. Yes yeah, to move there at one point the next few years because uh, I mean I love I love Italy and she is really embracing the culture she loves a lot of things about Italy so I'm really happy about that.
0: Oh, that's so exciting! And does she like Verona? Where would you live when you move back to Italy? Oh, she
1: she's obs- she's obsessed with Verona. She wow. I took her all over the place. I haven't took her to Bergamo yet. I told wow. her that Bergamo is beautiful. We drove by a few times, but we haven't stopped yet. I told her I'm gonna take her. Okay. Uh, but she's been all over the place. She's also been to Rome, Milan, Florence, and everything. Rome is her favorite city in the world, as as for me. But she Same. said nothing like yeah <laughs> nothing with Verona like the way of living she loves it it's really romantic it's perfect because you you can walk around you have so many things to do the area surrounding Verona is beautiful and also it's a really strategic spot because you know of the lake because of the mountains and also because of the even if you want to go for one day to the to the sea you can because you know it's not even two hours drive to get to to the water by Venice so it's pretty she loves it she loves it and um it's been the the city where she's feeling home and uh she's really loving verona
0: i mean verona's tourism board needs you to do a campaign for them because you just sold me
1: and i love cities with a river i gotta say i think uh I had some charm to a city you know like florence rome i think something milan is missing is a river i mean navigi area is cute no but it's that's like, not, not like, like a I mean, river yeah yes it's not I mean, like this we big have river. two rivers
0: in new york <laughs> we have two
1: but let, let me let me tell you the the manatan beautiful because it's surrounded by the water on both sides and also brooklyn you have the Dumbo, like the view like green point all like uh going Absolutely. up Long Island, it's beautiful, it's beautiful, don't get me wrong, it's just that I missed kind of that charm of the whole, mm-hmm. the, like, uh, uh, a culture that goes back to over 2,000 years, because it goes back, yeah. like, God knows how long it goes <laughs> back, and, you know, like, that vibe of living the city, that's why I love New York, I love a city like D.C., in the United States, because you can enjoy, like, the city. And that's like a, what we like to do in Europe. And I'm sure you can agree with me because you have uh, experience of living there. So I think is something that I realized through the years that I really need that like city life, like enjoy like the restaurant, the bar, you go to a exactly. museum, you go to the opera uh and plus I love history I grew up on like with history so I love that I love uh, I want to that's what I envision for my kids I mean my kids are going to be free to do whatever they want but I like I would love them to to know about the past and you know mm-hmm. I'm not saying that this is lacking in the U.S. but I feel like there you feel it more into your uh, um I would you say like in your to your DNA I it think comes it's like up a, a lot
0: more in Italy
1: it yeah, comes up a yeah. lot like it's a huge part of it and I love that my girlfriend has that, you know? Yeah. She grew up in America. She traveled and stuff. But, like, I love that when she got there the first time, which was only, like, more than a year ago, she, like, fell home right away. And, you know, she started, like, you know, she went to school for interior design and stuff. So she had to know all about the history of exactly. interior design, which goes back to the Romans, the to the Greeks, because of the columns and stuff. So the fact that she was so into this, Uh, right the moment without even me opening my (laughs) mouth yet I really was like okay this is like really the the person for me I already knew I already had that feeling but then when she appreciated that even more I was like okay I love that
0: that's really cool. And, uh, and, and that's awesome that she appreciates it. Something my father-in-law always says is that he's like, Americans are like the Romans of their day. That's why you mesh well so together and you guys get along. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's like being in the middle of an empire, but I hope it doesn't fall.
1: <laughs> no, of course I hope not. <laughs> yeah, and, but- and the truth is that, you know, I love America uh i have a green card you know i always come to america even before moving here because i have family so america has always been a huge part of my life and even if i would be based out in italy that's not going to change the fact that i'm going to yeah. still come to america all the time you know because uh America is always going to be part of my life. And uh, I love the United States, love Americans. And, you know, I'm grateful for all these beautiful years that I've been spending here. So I think it's you know, the best of
0: both worlds when you can go back absolutely. and forth between the two.
1: Absolutely. I totally When I'm agree.
0: here, I miss there. When I'm there, I miss here. So for me, it's like, and no, we're lucky we can get on a plane. We're so lucky that yeah. we can do that. And so, yeah. And, and
1: I'm pretty sure you feel like me that the flight is not even that long at the end of the day when you're used to it.
0: No, it's not. It's really funny because someone was like, "Oh, that's a five-hour flight." I was like, "Oh, that's not bad at all. I could do that in a weekend." <laughs> and so, no, yeah, absolutely. The, the flight is just—it's a perfect time to take a nap. Like I like it over. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. I do the same. So
0: I... <laughs> uh, I'm like, it's a movie and a nap. When flights are shorter than that, like I get thrown off. <laughs> so,
1: absolutely true. I yeah. agree. I agree. Uh, uh, so do you have any the preferences
0: the- to fly between New York and Italy? Any airline preference?
1: ah uh, i'm pretty easy like i mean i flew <laughs> with everyone i used to fly a lot with emirates like mm-hmm. back in right before pandemic i've been still Same. flying with emirates once once in a while but i i don't mind delta i don't mind i don't mind america next week i'm actually flying with united so hopefully oh yeah. tell me so, how that is yeah
0: i'm curious. yeah i'm
1: flying from newark oh
0: okay I'm Flying
1: from newark yeah
0: yeah so i was
1: um yeah i mean i'm just i just picked that one
0: Oh yeah, I'm decide. well, my, when I'm going back, I'm doing Emirates, but I usually try Delta or Emirates. Like those are kind
1: of my go-to. Yeah. Um, also, they have really good mileage and uh exactly. you know, benefits. I know, I know. <laughs> exactly. I always use them. Like, I mean, I used to, back in the day when I used to go a lot for work, I was like a gold member am Emirates. Yeah. So, you know, it was oh, great. Yeah. You know, I was always getting like really good deals for upgrades and stuff. It's just lately since the pandemic, you know, yeah. I don't fly as as usual as I used to. So whatever airline is fine, even if I'm on the plane of Delta. You know, I Same. maybe use a more domestic. Totally, you know.
0: to- absolutely, and so when you decided to come to New York City, were you coming from visiting relatives in Miami, or did you always have New York City in mind?
1: <laughs> so I'll ta- I'll ta- I'll make it quick for you. So I moved to Miami because it was a cool idea of having, you know, the water, the warm weather in the winter. I could go to an English school to improve my English. And then at the same time, I was already looking for like a communication, uh, you know, master and mm-hmm. they had really good, um, they had really good ones down there. So I was like, okay, this is the perfect scenario. I already knew Miami because I've been to Miami before, but it was like the city that I always loved living in. And it was my yeah. dream was L.A. And, uh, yeah, because I used to spend all my summers there. Uh, My summer growing up was, like, always, like, I used to come to America for about a month, 45 days. And I used to go to D.C. for, like, a week, 10 days. That's why my love for D.C. And then go to California for, like, three, four weeks. So, and I always envision myself, yeah, living there. So, Uh, was it family
0: or did your parents just love those areas?
1: uh, So, um, DC and LA initially was family. Miami not yet. Then also some family moved there. But like uh, with my parents, I explore all over. I've been to Tennessee. I've been to Ohio. I've been
0: to oh, Indiana. Wow. I've, been,
1: I've been up to the to Buffalo. I've done so, so you've many road seen trips in America. Yeah, yeah, I've been on the America on the road a lot. We did a lot of road trips. So I love that. That's, That's also so I, cool. you know living uh, the America on the road, you now just like flying, you know? Yeah, it was beautiful. I had so many great memories growing up on road trips with my parents. And uh, basically, so I went to Miami, but my change soon, my, sorry, my plans soon like start changing because I got scouted mm-hmm. by an agency in Miami. So they gave me the chance to have a working visa, which was great, you know, it was a, a dream coming true because I had the chance to live in America for a longer term. Because, you know, like probably...
0: Oh, yeah. Through your
1: husband, how painful is like a visa processor, <laughs> oh, yeah. like yes. green card, stuff. So, you know, I had that chance and I started living in Miami. I was there for five months and then I got signed in L.A. So I was like, OK, this is like this is happening. So I moved to L.A. for another five months, but it was so much fun, you know, That's So cool. But uh, from the work standpoint, it wasn't that great. While Miami was, has been amazing, L.A. wasn't as good. <laughs> But when I was in LA, I got signed in New York and I would never thought in a million years, I've been to New York before, but I never thought in a million years that I would have gone to to New York also because I was envisioning the beach and the warm weather. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was in that
1: kind of mindset. You're like, nah, you know, it's
0: <laughs> no, my, my husband studied abroad in San Diego. So definitely, yeah, no. you know.
1: <laughs> Okay, and San Diego is even more chill, so it's more even yeah. relaxed and laid back. I love exactly. San Diego because you know I think it's a great place to study. So I'm sure he had an amazing he time. was like,
0: I had. A, he's like, some yeah. of my classes, yeah. I would just surf so that class. I was like, I'm, I'm jealous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he skipped classes and went surfing because exactly. you know, like, uh, I think that's like so good. I love, I love San Diego. It's like such a good vibe, especially when you're young. I think it's like a perfect place to live and uh so I totally understand your husband <laughs> you must have uh, had a great time abroad studying there
0: he loved it and I studied abroad in Milan so we were like total op- we, like did the
1: opposite but I'm sure for you it was a great experience it was
0: well. amazing it was amazing I was like yeah. going to fashion week I was having great aperitivos and partying at Armani yeah. like it was a great time
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Time. I mean Milan is when you're young it's also pretty fun city especially yeah. you know i'm sure coming from another place is been exactly. probably even more so like, fun yeah yeah,
0: yeah that's
1: yeah. so yeah i ended up being in new york and you know and things pick up in new york and uh, things start going really well so that's why i stayed and uh you know i ended up getting stuck there in a good way <laughs> and uh, loving it doing all the all the experience in new york and uh yeah great time. Like New York is always going to be home.
0: That's awesome. That's really cool to hear. And so I wanted to talk to you because you mentioned you went to school for the, for communications. And I know that you're the CMO of your latest venture. So I wanted to talk to you about that. Tell everyone about the brand you, was it this fall, fall you launched?
1: yeah yeah i launched in the fall and um it's not actually my latest brand but i'm gonna get oh. to, back to that yeah i have something else that i was i was already working on it but we're becoming official but uh, that's another story so uh the son of wind it was basically you know i always love fashion i've been in the fashion world for many years mm-hmm. and you know with one of my best friends from now we've been friends for 23 years like oh, a long time cool, a lifetime And we decided to sit down and work on this uh, idea that initially had, but like right away, it was like, I think I want to do this with you. I think you're the right person to do it together. So we had this vision of like uh, this clothing brand, uh, trying to base on the wanderlust to have like every collection set in different place of the world. So like trying to find the colors of that location, like the material. So, I mean, we produce everything in the North of Italy. And uh, it's been really challenging because uh, I mean we have great productions in Italy, but there are also like a lot of like delays and stuff. (laughs) So you got to be on top of everything. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. like the quality is really good, and uh, we've been really happy. Now we're launching soon the summer collection, and uh, yeah, and still like uh, with the western like um, the western landscapes. So it's kind of referred to you know like. Colorado, mm-hmm. Utah, Arizona. It's kind of inspired to those colors. And um, and then we're working on the next collection that actually we want to bring the green, the orange refers to Africa. So like oh. more like tropical things. So we got to also study where we're going to shoot the next campaign because the other two is pretty easy to find the, the yeah. scenario, but we want to have something really cool for
0: that's awesome that's super cool maybe you should go down to like the career or like the Africa
1: collection yeah so it's I know we gotta we we have to sit down and uh, that's what I'm gonna probably do next week also like we're gonna sit down and have a conversation about it because we gotta you always gotta in fashion you know better than I do you always gotta be on top of uh of everything it's uh, (laughs) It, it is it is I gotta say it's really challenging uh, but we've been having really good satisfaction. The brand is in a couple of showrooms. We're selling good online. Of course, the goal is to get into stores in the next uh, year, couple of years. You know, we, we're taking step by step. We don't want to rush things. But like we have a good feedback from NBA players, like That's editorials. So, cool. There's a lot. so it's nice, you know, and I've been also using a lot of like the contacts and, uh, you know, the friends, people that I met through the years, stylists um photographer so mm-hmm. it's pretty nice to you know put all everything together what I've been doing all these years plus using my skills in communication that I study uh, back at the university. So it's I'm enjoying it.
0: That's so uh, cool. I like do you to have to, step to go, at the time. do you have to go back and forth for work a lot like how is it running a business thats so, made in Italy here?
1: Yeah, so this summer I was literally go back and forth. I yeah. was like between America every three, four weeks.
0: Um,
1: then I same until November I would say then since November I've been in in, back in America the entire time because we already like you know we launch it Uh, my you know my friend my partner Alberto is um, because the production is mostly in Veneto Lombardia so you know it's close to us so it's been like going back and forth a lot we always touch base every day you know we have meetings and calls and stuff um, I'm in touch with the showrooms in New York and Miami because those are all under me. So it's been, there is a lot of time spent on the phone, but um, you know, it's been rewarding and we're enjoying. Of course, sometimes you know, you get like stressed because you know, you, you, production wise, you got to literally babysit everyone. Yeah. Because you know, people are <laughs> specializing uh, in wool, people are specializing in cashmere, some people are specializing in pants. So plus, we are trying to also find which pieces we're going to focus on, you know, yeah. if more outwear or more like me wear and stuff. So um, we're understanding a lot of the things also from the first collection. So every day you keep learning new things and it's, it's great. I'm really grateful for this experience. And, you know, we're having a lot of fun, despite, you know, there's a lot of work and some stress
0: on the way. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I know from my husband's family business, it's like the wool is delayed of this thread color. <laughs> Like everything it's true it's true yeah. there's so
1: much behind you know plus you know you gotta try everything a lot of times exactly. they mistakes with the sizes you know uh, the wash because you know we wash stuff like under and hundreds of times to have the perfect color to have you know make sure that you know the the stuff is like perfect yeah. so there's a lot of work behind those. so that's why we decided to do more something more luxurious which is a lot of like Investment and energy, but at the same time, it's nice to have some good stuff and uh, you know to to work on that.
0: That's amazing, and and something that considering you're back and forth for work a lot, um, something that people always ask me is how does your partner feel <laughs> about you really properly living between two places?
1: <laughs> uh, I gotta say that I try to go everywhere with my girlfriend. So oh next week she can't come because her passport is at the embassy for the yeah. visas I was telling you so she can't come but usually we always try to uh, if I have to stay in a place more than a week I'll, like we always try to go together if it's like a couple of days maybe not you know even yeah. if I have to go for a shoot like in South America or somewhere else I just go by myself but like if we have like uh, to stay there for like more than a week and stuff we we like to go together yeah so she, she, she she enjoys we enjoy it like it's fun to travel you know or <laughs> at the same time you always find some free time to spend around so it's good
0: it's exact that's awesome and have you ever been on television in Italy like a reality show or I like did actually
1: um yeah I actually was there during the pandemic in Italy doing a reality TV when the pandemic oh, hit yeah. I was doing a show and uh, I skipped the first two months of the pandemic. I don't even know what happened. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, I know Good what happened because I read, yeah. but I don't have any memories of that because I didn't see it with my eyes. I mean, they were telling us because I was doing the celebrity big brother, actually. Yes. So you don't have a phone, and uh-huh. I was there from day one to the last day. I mean, they told us after four days what was happening, and then they told us about like you know the lockdown, and you know they updated on the on what was happening in the world. But it was not like the best communication because they didn't want us to know too much. Oh, and, wow. So um, you really
0: didn't know. I thought you meant like I was busy. <laughs> you really didn't know.
1: No, no, no. I didn't know. I didn't know. I went. I didn't know about Kobe Bryant dying. You know, I had oh somebody who was taking care of my account and they know how much I love Kobe Bryant. They posted about Kobe Bryant when he died and nobody would have, like, you know, I was shocked when I found out that Kobe Bryant died. And oh it was three God. months after because... It, he died when I just got into the into the house, and yeah. I came out after three months after his death, and I was that shocked. So wild, just, like they, yeah, I didn't know yeah. anything. So when the pandemic hit, we I didn't know. They told us I think February twenty fourth, and in Italy the alarm was up around the February twentieth. Yeah, and then they told us about the lockdown on March twelfth, something like that. So we didn't know too much and that's why they agreed to have us calling our family once which was like the first time in the history of the show so they gave us the chance to have a quick phone call with our parents and that was nice because at least we knew what was happening oh wow um, that's so hard yeah that was hard and then we came out they gave us like masks gloves and (laughs) as soon as because I came out the final day so we did the last airing which Mm -hmm. it's funny because we were in the studio in rome but you know because of the lockdown the the anchorman was in milan so it was on a screen so it wasn't even there physically so after we finished with that episode they because it was live it was on live tv and they put us in a car and there was no hotel open so from rome to verona they drove me back there right away
0: oh wow Uh,
1: yeah, and then after three weeks, they start reopening a little bit, so yeah. I didn't really feel too much of the first lockdown, and yeah. um, definitely an experience.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask I, the difference between how how you felt about the difference between filming American TV versus Italian TV, but that was, like, such a special situation of being on Italian yeah, it was, TV, too. Yeah,
1: plus it was a different concept because, you know, sometimes yeah. you have much more freedom with exactly. phone and stuff. Instead there, you're stuck in it. So you can't do anything. You The yeah. only contact that you have is with the people inside the house. You talk through a, through a microphone. You don't see yeah. them, but you talk to a microphone with um, some of the production, but you can't have like totally freedom conversation. They can't tell you anything that is happening outside. Right. So you could just ask, oh, what did you do this morning? Oh, I, yeah. I went to the bar you know, <laughs> to have a coffee. Uh, yeah, they, or they, you can talk about what's happening in. Uh, on the reality tv but you can't really talk about anything else
0: that makes so, sense. Two,
1: two different experience
0: but you're both of them were kind of home centered <laughs> you were
1: building oh a lot absolutely of absolutely That's so what, what was, I, was your I,
0: favorite place in both of the houses like where would you go to chill in either house
1: probably outside in both houses ah. i think i mean the hamptons house is a better backyard yeah uh, Uh, And the kitchen, of course. I love the kitchen. And, and, you know, I don't even... You have these cameras in both shows on top of you 24-7. And uh, I was so used to from the celebrity view Brother that it didn't really bother me when I film Winter House and Summer House. So... um,
0: I was oh, yeah, pretty used
1: cool. to it. Plus I did this I did the circle even before Celebrity your Brother back in, uh, that in the That was UK. in the UK. Yeah. That's what yeah, i Yeah. Mean. And it was a short stint, but you know, it was still like a good way to break the ice. Yeah. And um yeah, I mean I had a great experience both ways, probably probably in production, I gotta say, it was really nice.
0: That's good. That's good. I think that's yeah. Seems I, like that's a really important part of it
1: yeah i mean don't get me wrong it's not that the, the um, english british and bravo was they were really nice too but i gotta say italian i kind of spoiled you know they were taking oh. care of literally everything so it was like a good thing
0: oh that's I, good to hear
1: yeah 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 i was really i really appreciate i mean once again i had great time our producer on field on summer House are amazing but like people like you know they were taking care of everything so it was nice we had a really we called pamper how do you say pamper Pampered.
0: yeah pampered. Pampered. pampered
1: by production even if yeah. we didn't see them yeah I, they were still like making us feeling the attention and stuff
0: that's so cool I love to hear that that makes me really happy that behind the scenes they're taking care of you guys that's so amazing especially because I would imagine yeah, that would yeah, be really yeah. hard to be away from home no. and feeling like that and and all of that so something that I wanted to ask you about did Another thing, going back to New York City and kind of what we were just talking about, where is your corner of peace in New York? Or where do you find your- Butter Park
1: City (laughs) by the river.
0: Okay. I love like
1: walking around. Yes, by the Brookfield Place on the river, going down to the Statue of Liberty. That walk there that I don't even know the distance of that, but I love that. I could walk there every day. Just like going to look at the sunset, you know. I done Amazing. it a lot of times. by myself, I did it. I, I do with my girlfriend. It's one of my favorite places. Um, I just find peace. I just like sometimes even sitting on a bench and just looking at the water. Yeah. Uh, I love that area. Oh, that's yeah. When so I moved great. there, I was really, I was really happy. I didn't expect because the, mm-hmm. my first year I was living in Gramercy. Yeah. And then from 2015. And the uh, second part, second half of 2015, I started living down there. And I was like, okay, I love this area and it felt great.
0: It's a really, odd, I love that part of the city too. And I loved Gramercy. I lived in Gramercy in my early 20s. And then my last rapid fire question is that I'm asking all of my guests. So is there a word for expat in Italian, in your home country?
1: Uh, you say expatriato? Es Espatriato. Espatriato, ah, you mean okay. somebody, But I, I, don't know if he has like a negative. Mm. You maybe you know. Uh, usually on Italian TV, they say Italiani all'estero.
0: Ah, uh, si, sì, si, sì. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Italiani
1: yeah. all'estero, all'estero. però, but I think the right word is espatriato, ah, which is similar okay. to English expat, espatriato. Sí. So I think it is. I hope there is not a negative thing, meaning that expatriato because you are not allowed to your country. So I don't know if (laughs) it is. I don't want to. I'm not 100%. Sure, I got to check on that. But I think espatriato is the right way. Is the right word.
0: Do they have a name for like, you know, all the Americans or British people living in Rome and those? Or uh, the we,
1: we call them, the yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we love Amer-
0: Italians love Americans, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. The yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. yeah, you go to the space club in Florence, or oh, exactly. the, the club where the Americans are, the Ameri- American. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the way. Exactly. Or inglesi. We say Americani, Inglesi, Francesi, Tedeschi. Exactly. Yeah, that's what you usually You're say. Very
0: specific, so it was Costa Yeah. Okay. And then last question three words you think of when you hear the word home
1: family you know super close to my family but you know it's a consequence and then mm, I
0: don't
1: know I definitely I don't know I I gotta think about a third word okay. but definitely for me it's so home is all about like family and love you know it's like yeah. uh it makes me happy happiness maybe that's like a third word that oh. I would identify like you know for me I mean home is definitely like you know I always think as home as Italy or New York but yeah. you gotta say that family is where my family well, like yeah. sorry home is where my family is I would exactly say. like wherever in the world it would be for that would be for me home oh, and that's uh so that's my first thought of home
0: yeah that's amazing. Uh, I think that's a perfect yeah. way to end. Uh, you wrapped it up so nicely. Uh, it was so great thank chatting you. with you.
1: I loved it. I loved it. It
0: was, I, so, good. Wait, it was let...
1: so nice chatting with you. I...
0: So great. Thank you so much for your time. No, and, thank you so yeah.
1: much. And, and, and let me I'm know looking if you forward need anything. to meeting in Italy
0: yes Okay, yes. we're gonna
1: meet all together you know but
0: you're over there. The summer maybe so my mom's ready oh my for God, go
1: in italy yeah
0: my mom's ready for ferragosto in italy
1: So like... i mean i was born in may and uh-huh. my parents took me on the first trip in south of italy actually uh in august so i oh, think that perfect. you have you, okay. you should be able to do it because, yeah because... i still remember i have pictures i've seen picture of me in august oh. being like in calabria exactly uh,
0: and that's what we want so we I want think you first. should
1: be able to make it
0: <laughs> and we want all traveled to you so we're gonna so we're hoping so I think your
1: yeah. mom is gonna be fine with uh the Sicily vacation <laughs>
0: exactly like she's like so ready she's like yeah I'll nanny for you we're going to Sicily right <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like,
1: okay, no, okay. That's all, I, I want to go as well because um Lexi loves uh love I mean white. we both love the white lotus yeah. and I love Sicily so I'm like okay let's go there
0: yeah let us know when you I'm I love to sleep. Any chance to go? Our Michele's best friend has a place in Castellamare near Palermo. Okay. And then we like to go. We got engaged in Tarmina, and then we spent two two parts of the summer in Noto Valley and we're obsessed with it I mean so.
1: noto Tormina Palermo Catania, yeah, like, Siracusa too is beautiful
0: Siracusa is I think my favorite city there I
1: love yeah, it yeah Siracusa is beautiful it's so
0: cool yeah, yeah so Cause
1: there's also like uh, all the Romans all the yeah. Greek uh, stuff so it's beautiful there it's, Yeah
0: that tribute and i really like the like the baroque the baroque and the rococo that's in that part of sicily yeah. too so and the food yeah. is you know just amazing
1: oh yeah <laughs> no it's really good yeah Yeah. so i'm planning to go there as well no but yes definitely let's touch base and uh we yeah. would love to to meet you guys so we finally meet in person
0: i know it would be so yeah. awesome all right have a good rest of your day thank
1: you so much you too bye, bye. have a great day you Ciao,
0: I thought this was the end, but like any awesome guest, it's hard to say goodbye and you end up chatting at the door. Thank you so much for listening to Building Home, an expat podcast with me, Anaya
1: Richards-Scalione. See you next week.